Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This is your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you on this wonderful Wednesday. Uh, we are grateful and thankful to the Lord for another opportunity to be uh, in the presence of the Lord and God's people today. And so we want to thank and praise God for another opportunity to be on the air. Uh, as a lot of things have happened in the last couple of weeks. And so we want to uh, let the saints know all is well, uh, even though uh, we've been extremely, extremely busy uh, getting some things ready, uh, uh, not only uh, for the broadcast, but for uh, things behind the scene. As you know, uh, my father is uh, uh, recently out in the hospital, so we thank and praise God for the prayers of all of you uh, that has been praying uh, for the Newsom family as well as my father. His name is Willie. And so please uh, pray for my father, uh, Mr. Newsom. Continue to pray for him. Pray that God will continue to bless him and strengthen him. All right. And well as myself and missionary Janice Newsom and uh, the entire Newsom family. And so that's one of our prayer requests as we uh, give God thanks and praise for what he's already done. We continually need your prayers. Uh, also asking the saints to continue to pray for uh, our pastor, Bishop uh, Dr. Ellis Murchison, senior of the Pentecostal Power Church, and our first lady, keep them in prayer, continue to pray for them that God will continue to keep them and strengthen them and keep their hearts encouraged, all right, as well as the people of God. Uh, remember our presider, uh, our presider, Bishop Dr. Charles uh, E. Bennett, uh, Pray for him and our Lady Bennett, our First Lady Bennett of the organization, the National Pentecostal Power Churches. And also play, pray, I'm sorry, pray for our Assistant Presiding Bishop, uh, Bishop uh, Charles uh, Webb, and also Mother Laverne Webb. Continue to keep them up in prayer, as well as the entire Executive Council Board of Bishops. We do want to give a shout out to uh, Bishop Mark Jones, we haven't um, heard from him in a little bit. So we wanted to uh, give a shout out to our Bishop uh, Mark Jones and our uh, brother Ann Lee, as well as our senior Bishop, uh, Bishop uh, Floyd A. Scott. Uh, we want to thank and praise God for him uh, being on the prayer on yesterday. And it was just good to hear his voice. And so we don't want to prolong the service today or the broadcast, but those are some of the things that were on our heart uh, we do need your prayers as well, uh, but we do have a word from the Lord today and we're going to get into it today. Uh, we're going to be brief if the Lord's will. So we ask that you would join us. Uh, please subscribe. Uh, we're also on Zoom. So if you desire to get on the Zoom, let me give you the link um, so you can uh, join us via Zoom. It's on the screen at the bottom of your screen. Please join us in the Zoom if you desire to come on and comment on this particular broadcast today. And I just want to let you know uh, the title of our lesson today, and we're going to go back to it so you can see it. The title of our lesson is, What Did God Say? Part four. We never finished part four. And so we wanted to go back uh, to part four uh, to revisit that. And so if that's okay with the people of God, we want to revisit part four of what did God say? And so we're going to uh, finish this series today, if the Lord's willing. And so we had a few more scriptures going with that. And there's a lot of things that God has said from the Old Testament to the New Testament. But we're focusing primarily on the New Testament scriptures. We're hit a few Old Testament scriptures. Um, 
reference scripture, Leviticus chapter 19. You can read in your study time at around uh, verse 18. He says, thou shall not avenge, you know, nor bear any grudge against the children of thy people. He said, but thou shall love thy neighbor as thyself. I am the Lord. And so we're going to go before the Lord in prayer uh, before we touch on uh, the final part of this four-part series, What Did God Say? And so let us go before his throne. Remember those requests. Continue to pray for my wife, Sister Newsom, as well as all of the saints that have various requests. Please pray for that family uh, of the loss of that young child and the mother and just all of those that involve saints. Let us pray. Um, our city needs prayer. Uh, our law enforcement needs prayer. And, uh, you know, the world at large needs prayer, but we're not praying a uh, vain prayer. We're praying that God will protect and God will shield uh, his people and those that are putting their trust in him and uh, are serving the Lord. Because, you know, if we're not serving the Lord, uh, we're not guaranteed or promised any protection uh, from the enemy. Uh, and I know uh, God does have mercy on whom he will, but our the safest place, they say, in the whole wide world, there's a, a, a particular uh, saying or comment we make, the safest place in the whole wide world is in the will of God. And so I concur with that. If you outside of the will of God, I'm encouraging you to join us in prayer right now that we might pray that God will touch your mind and give you a mind to be saved and that God will touch your heart and give you an opportunity to receive Christ by receiving the word of the Lord through believing repentance and water baptism in Jesus name. And so let us go before the Lord in prayer at this time. Eternal God, our Savior, in the name of Jesus, O oh Lord, we thank you once again for your blessing. We thank you, Lord God, for, O oh God, your goodness. We thank you, Lord God, for just being, O oh God, a merciful God, looking beyond our fault, seeing the need to bless us, Heavenly Father. We thank you, Lord, for all of the families that you're protecting, and those that you're, oh God, blessing right now. We pray for even our viewers and our subscribers and those that have joined us for the first time, Lord, that they would, oh God, receive, oh God, oh God, oh God, a touch from you and that you would heal them where they hurt. And oh God, that you would forgive them. Lord, forgive them for they know not what they do. Forgive them, Lord, of their sins and their transgression and let them know, God, that you would no wise cast them out. And, oh, God, all of those that will come unto you, Lord God, you will receive them. Bless them now, God. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, blot out their transgressions, oh, God, and remember them no more, God. This we ask and petition you for right now in the matchless name of Jesus. And Heavenly Father, direct us today in this lesson, this Bible class, that you might get the glory. Father, we thank you. We forever give you praise. We pray, God, for our presider, our assistant presider, and our senior bishop, as well as our pastor and first lady, and all of the people of God, Lord. We're praying, oh God, that you will continue, Lord God, to let your face shine upon them. And oh God, that you would grant them the riches of your glory. And Father, we thank you. We forever give you glory and praise. Help us to decrease that your anointing would increase in our lives, anoint us even more, God, that we would carry out the kingdom work and that souls will be saved and, oh, God, that hearts will be converted. And, Father, we thank you. We forever give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank God. Amen. So we thank God for the prayer uh, today, and we're going to get into it today, and um, we're going to go uh, to 
uh, Matthew chapter five. I already quoted Leviticus chapter 19 and verse number 18. So we're going to go um, to a familiar passage of scripture. Um, let's go to Matthew chapter five and uh, let's go to um, a very, very uh, familiar scripture. Let's go to Matthew um, uh, five and uh, let's go to 14, Matthew five and 14. All right. Now we're talking about what did God say? And for the believer, uh, he said in Matthew chapter four, when he was led of the spirit to be uh, going to the wilderness to be tempted. All right. Or to be tried or tested. So, so Jesus makes a statement. And when the enemy comes after this, you know, uh, uh, fast, was uh, in process. The enemy came to him several times and he said that man shall not live by bread alone. This is what Jesus said. So I'm not talking about what I'm saying or what your pastor has said or what other, you know, scholars have said. And, you know, this is what Jesus said. Man shall not live by bread alone. So if you think, if you think that the bread you got on your table is the reason why you here, Think again, because uh, in him, we live, move and have our being. And we don't live by the natural bread because Jesus is the bread of life. We live by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God, the believer. All right. I want to make sure I stress that the believer does. Now, the unbeliever, you keep eating that natural bread. It's good to have, but you're going to be hungry in a little while. All right. But you need this everlasting bread. You need this bread that's going to satisfy the soul. And there are so many people out there, you know, blundering and they're not satisfied. They don't have no peace. They don't have no, oh, no hope. And they certainly don't have no confidence in nothing or nobody because they are in a lost place. And only if they can grab hold to the words of Jesus, they can grab hold to the words of Jesus. Oh, glory be to God. They can receive, oh God, oh, salvation. They can receive remission of sin and they can receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Praise God. But I want to say to you today, he says here in Matthew 5 and 14, he says, ye are the light of the world. Hmm? A city that is set on a hill and cannot be hid. He's talking to the believer about salt and light here in this passage. Hmm? And he says, neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. What are you hiding for, saints, believers? What are you hiding from and what are you afraid of? David said, the Lord in Psalm 27, he says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. He says, the Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I, oh Lord, whom shall I fear? Whom shall I be afraid? Oh Lord have mercy. I want to let you know here, saints, we're in a time now where we need to be out front sharing the gospel, the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ for it's the power of God unto salvation to those that believe 
to them that believe. That's who it's for. And Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And you should not be made ashamed and you should not be ashamed because God has saved you for such a time as this. And so I want to encourage you believers today and those that are unbelievers, I'm praying and teaching and hoping that you might believe the scripture and that you may have faith in God. Hmm? Because the only way we're going to uh, be strengthened and, oh, Lord, be converted and become believers, we must trust what God has said. All right, I, I'm going to go now because the Bible says here in Romans 10 and 17, so then faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The more hearing of the word, the greater chances of your faith is to be increased. The greater percentage of a chance for your faith to be increased. The less scriptures and less words you receive, the more doubt you're going to continue to fight with. Look at this. He says, and give it light unto all that are in the house. You don't put it under a bushel, but you put it on a candlestick and it lights up the house. Praise God. And that means when you, oh Lord, when you go out from your homes and your churches and your ministries and go out into the world, they ought to see a light in you. Praise God. And it ought to now, oh, glory be to God. And it ought to reflect Christ. Hmm? And even your words, the Bible says those that persecuted the apostles and those that were servants and witness of Jesus Christ, uh, they, they did a lot of things to those uh, uh, saints and those uh, believers and they suffered persecution. But one thing they could not deny, they were ignorant, unlearned men, but they could not deny that they had been with Jesus. And I want to let you know today in the apostolic way, nobody can deny that you've been with Jesus when the light is on the inside of you. Let me go ahead now. Listen to me. He says here unto light unto all the, that are in the house and they glorify the father, which is in heaven. I'm mighty afraid. And I'm, I'm afraid of the, uh, uh, the time we in now concerning, uh, believers and new converts because they think it's all about them. All right. You know, we think it's all about us, you know, but Jesus is the light. Hmm? And it ought to be about Jesus, your savior and the one that have brought you out and has delivered you. And I want to let you know today, what did God say concerning the believer, concerning you, concerning the faith, concerning his word? Hmm? concerning his plan, concerning his purpose, concerning salvation. What did he say? This is what he said. Let's go to 17. He says to the disciples and those that he was teaching, he says, think not I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am come not to destroy, but to fulfill. Jesus' purpose was, oh, glory be to God was to go to that cross and die and fulfill the purpose that God, oh, glory be to God, had allowed him to be born and to come into this world to give his life as a ransom for your sins and my sins. And if we don't have Jesus, and if we don't believe Jesus made atonement for our sins, Paul said we yet in him, praise God. 
Hmm? And I want to let you know, God did not send his only begotten son that you could remain a sinner. He gave his son so you could know what he says over your life concerning salvation, concerning the kingdom plan. Praise God for the believer. And he says, verily, I say unto you till heaven and earth uh, pass. He says, uh, one jot or one tittle shall no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. I just want to let you know, God's going to fulfill the scripture, whether you believe it or not, whether you accept it or not, it's what God say. God is going to fulfill his word. Hmm? Numbers 23 and 19 say he's not a man that he shall lie. Now we're going to go to our next scripture here. Uh, when I reference this uh, Matthew five, you know, he's really referring back to the old Testament. Now, let me just share this before I move on to the next subject about what did God say in Matthew five and 17 to about 19 there, he's referencing Leviticus here. And he was letting those believers and those Jewish, the Jewish audience know that we should not avenge our enemies or anybody. We shouldn't bear grudge against the children of thy people, but we should love our neighbor as ourselves. Hmm? That's what he, that's what he was drilling into them. Cause he was saying, I didn't come to take away that. Cause a lot of people say, well, the old Testament, you know, was for our admonition on our line. Yes. But some things God left still intact hmm? as a commandment to love and not hate. And our world is filled with hate today. And we need to go with what God says. God said, love your enemy. And you, oh, you trying to justify hating them. You cannot, oh, well, you can do a lot of things and call yourself a Christian. But you can not successfully be a witness for Jesus. Hmm? and have hate in your heart towards your brother and sister. You can't successfully do it. And this is why you need to be born again. Praise God. This is what God said. Let's go. Let's go here. Well, I want to go back to uh, Proverbs. Let's go to Proverbs here. Let's go to Proverbs uh, 25 and uh, 21. Let's go to Proverbs 25 and 21. Mm -hmm. All right. Proverbs 25 and 21. He says, if thine enemy be hungry, give him bread to eat. You know, somebody has said that when they had got upset with somebody, when they did something wrong, and I don't know who it was, but they had got upset with somebody that had did something wrong and, uh, or didn't do something uh, like they were supposed to as prescribed in righteousness. Okay. But look at this. He said, this is what the person said. I'm trying to give you an example. This was a, this was a, uh, this is what so-called Christian believers do. Now, I'm just giving this as an example, not being critical or even judging the circumstance. I'm just trying to give you a visual illustration how we do as, as believers and as saints. He said, I, because he had done what he done, I shouldn't even feed the rascal. You know what I'm saying? And so my thing is we need to recalibrate that. We need to take a look at our reaction and our emotion to people when they do things that we don't like. We still have a responsibility <laughs> to entertain them with love. I know it's, it's a hard pill to swallow. I know it's, it's hard something to chew on. 
But if your enemy hunger, give him bread to eat, the Bible says. And if he be thirsty, this is all Lord. He says, give him water to drink. This is what this is what the scripture says. And Jesus says the same thing. In the fifth chapter, Matthew, he echoes the exact same thing, may not be word for word. And, you know, because a lot of times we like to play on the scripture and say, oh, he didn't say that. But in all true understanding, if you study these scriptures in the fifth chapter, uh, Matthew, he pretty much was saying that we need to love. Hmm? If we're going to fulfill the law of Christ, we need to love. All right. I know we got that now. We move into the next point. Um, it's very important for us to take a look at, at a couple things. Uh, I want to, um, when I went to, uh, Matthew, uh, uh, five, I'm going to go back there. I'm going to go to Matthew five. Uh, let's go to Matthew five and, uh, let's go to Matthew five and, uh, 21. He said, you have heard that it was said by them of old time. Thou shalt not kill, and whosoever shall kill shall be in danger of judgment. But I say unto you that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of judgment. And I just want to let you know, sometimes people are upset with you, and you don't even know why they're upset with you. Hmm? They don't even have a cause, but they're upset. And I want to let you know it's what God said. We should not be reacting to flesh and how we feel and be in our emotion about how we feel about things. It should be what God says. And God should take uh, preeminence over how we feel. Hmm? His word should take preeminence over how we react. Hmm? His word should take preeminence even uh, regardless to how, oh, Lord, how we may think it should be because our thoughts are not his thoughts and neither are our ways his ways. So we need to take another look and recalibrate as believers hmm, and say, it's what God say about me. It's what God say about the situation. It's what God say about Christian conduct and Christian character. Hmm? I know. We still are growing in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But the Bible says in Proverbs chapter three, verse number five and six, he says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him. We forget to acknowledge God that he may direct us. Our thoughts our you know, our innermost emotion because we get emotional as believers. We still human. Just because you're saved does not mean things don't hurt you. Things don't make you upset. Things don't disturb you. Hmm? But the way the believer processes it, he processes it in a way that the Bible says, be angry, but sin not. Hmm? And let not the sun go down on your wrath. Hmm? And the Bible tell us to do all these things that we may be able to comprehend with all saints. We got the love to be able to comprehend with somebody. Hmm? They may not do it like you do it. They may not say it like you say it. But we ought to be able to comprehend. 
And too many times we jump to conclusions. And I want to say this. Uh, it's what God says. Doesn't matter what I say, what my opinion is. And you got so many people, you know, they'll come to Bible class. They may even dispute what I'm saying right now. They'll say, well, I feel. Well, my feelings had nothing to do with what the scripture says. Scripture said, forgive them. Praise God. And so no matter what they did, I just can't forgive them for what they done to me. But the Bible says, forgive. And he says, if you don't forgive them, neither will your heavenly father forgive you your sins and your trespasses. So it's imperative that we do what God says because it's what God says that's going to meet us at the end of, at the end of the road. So I want to let you know, you're going to be judged by the word in that last day. And so we need to make sure that we're walking in what God said. Now I want to go to um, write these scriptures down because I'm not going to get them all. I got, I got to get out of here, but I want to let you know that we're having gone anywhere on the broadcast. We're here. Um, we're kind of recalibrating our schedule. Um, just due to some other things uh, going on with uh, uh, my schedule personally. And so we ask that you would continue to pray for us. And I'm hoping that this broadcast has been a blessing and is a blessing and that you're being encouraged by the word of God. Now let's take a look here. Let's go to um, St. John chapter 10. And then we'll go to, go to St. John chapter 11, uh, St. John 10 and seven. I just want to give you time to write it down because I do move fast. Just uh, take a pen and write it down. St. John 10 and 7. Hmm? St. John eleven twenty five. Okay. And then we're going to go to St. Luke chapter 9, verse number 49. St. Luke 9 and 49. I'll repeat it. St. John chapter 10 and 7. St. John uh, 11 and 25. And St. Luke 9 and 49. All right. We're going to go to those scriptures. Right. So let us take a look. And we're going to go to St. John 10 and 7. That's the first thing we're going to. All right. Let's see what God says. St. John 10 and 7. Then said Jesus unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of of the sheep. <laughs> now we, we, you can read the rest in your study time. Now it's what God says. Hmm? Too many times we're trying to create a door and we cannot do it how we want to do it. We got to walk through that door that Jesus want us to walk through. He said, I am the door. Hmm? And he says here, uh, all that ever came to me are thieves and robbers. Hmm? He says, but the sheep did not hear them. Hmm? He says, well, he says, uh, he says, I'm, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pastures rather. So he tells us since he is the door, we can go in and out and find pasture. That means we can be nourished, we can be cared for, and we can live by what God says. Praise God. He's not going to oh, he's not going to allow you to be without hmm? knowledge, without truth, hmm? without understanding. So it's very very important that we look at this. He says, 
I am the good shepherd. Hmm? Think of this. He says, I am the good shepherd. This is what God says. So we should let God, oh Lord, through our leaders and through those that are spiritual and through those that have spiritual authority, we should submit to what God says. Hmm? And God told Peter, he says, thou art Peter and upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And he goes a little bit farther and says, and I will give you the keys to the kingdom. It's what God said. God said he was going to give the keys to the apostles. Hmm? He gave the keys to Peter. Oh, Lord, have mercy. And he told Peter, whatsoever you bind on earth, I'm going to bind in heaven. And whatsoever you loose hmm, on earth, I'm going to loose it in heaven. It's what God said. And we got people now saying, I don't need a pastor. Oh, let me get out of here. I know. I know. Because some people say they're being controlled. I know. I'm just telling you. I'm just bringing the good news, the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. You not being controlled. You just being rebellious. I just want to let you know. Hmm? He said, I'm the good shepherd and know my sheep and I'm known of mine. Jeremiah 3 and 15 said, I will give you pastors according to my own heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. It's what God said. It ain't what I say. Because people say, I don't need nobody to teach me. I don't need, you do need somebody to teach you. <laughs> let me get out of here. But it's what God said. And don't let nobody deceive you. Don't let nobody trick you. It's what God says on these scriptures. He says, believe, oh Lord. He said, oh Lord, what things soever. He says in Mark 11, 23 through 25, they say, what things soever you desire when you pray. Your desire must be God, oh, must be channeled through God's word. It has to be God led. Whatsoever thing you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you should have them. Oh Lord. You seeking for the Holy Ghost? Oh, Lord, have mercy. God promised you that he would give it to you. It's what God says. Hmm? He said he was going to give them the comforter. Oh, y'all ain't going to say that. But I got to go. I want to let you know it's what God says. Now, we went to John 10, but I want to go to uh, John 11. Let's go to John 11 real quick. I just want to read. I'm just touching a few of these things, but it's what God says. Too many times we worry about what everybody else is saying. Hmm? But we need to adhere to what God has said. Jesus says unto Martha. Hmm? She says she know that Lazarus is going to rise again in the resurrection at the last day. This is what she said. But listen at what God says. God says to Martha here. And I thought this was a very intriguing scripture because he tells Martha here, and I'm telling you concerning the resurrection. Some people don't believe there's going to be a resurrection, but there is going to be a resurrection. Praise God. And you can go to Thessalonians, First uh, Thessalonians 4 and 16. He said, for the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. Glory. And with the voice of an archangel and the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. There go the rapture right there. 
and we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together to meet them in the cloud in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. And he says, comfort one another with these words. These are the words that Jesus left with the apostles. And they echoed what God said. And they said, we'd rather obey God rather than man when they were whipped and beat for the name of Jesus. Look at this. He says here in John 11, St. John 11, 25, he says here, Jesus said unto her, it's plain. There's, there's no argument about this. There's no theology. There's nothing about this. It's plain that a fool couldn't err. He says, I'm the resurrection. Hmm? And the life. <laughs> oh, Lord. And he that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. So you're not going to, you, oh, Lord. Oh, you ain't going to change what God said. And so if I die as a believer, praise God, and I'm living right and I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to do according to what God says, I can have everlasting life. Hmm? He said, he that believeth, glory, shall have everlasting life. I, I feel some help coming on today, praise God. I, I feel, oh, Lord, I feel oh, charged up with the Holy Ghost. Hmm. I believe all that God has said, I can have. Hmm? If God said it, I believe it. Praise God. And I know he'll make it all right. Praise God. Let me get out of here. Look at this now. He says, and whosoever believeth in me shall never die. Believe it thou this. He had to help Martha. Oh, glory be to God with her own understanding. Hmm? Of what we, as we supposedly think God has said. Sometimes, oh Lord, sometimes we think we only going to have, uh, oh Lord, we going to only have blessings later. But God promised us blessings now in this present life, praise God. Lord have mercy. I don't know. I'm not just, I'm not just blessed and, and, and oh Lord, just to be waiting on the rapture. But he made me to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, even right now in the present. Praise God. I'm in a heavenly place. Don't, don't, don't let them things trouble, trouble you. Praise God. He said, let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God. He said, believe also in me. He said, in my father's house are many mansions. If it was not so, I would have told you. It's what God has said. Don't worry about, oh, don't worry about all this other stuff people are saying. Hmm? People saying you ain't going to mount to nothing. You ain't going to be nothing and all this stuff. Don't listen to all that idle chatter and negativity. But you need to get in your scripture and get in your Bible, get in, get in these scriptures or rather, oh Lord, in your Bible scriptures hmm? and look at what God has said and pronounced over you. Hmm? And if God told you you were blessed, you bless. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Glory be to God. And there are so many people as having an identity crisis and they got all oh, they got inner hurt and they got things. They 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 beauty up the outside to cover master ugliness on the inside. You still ugly no matter how much makeup you put on. Let me get out of here. <laughs> I, I don't want to offend nobody, but I'm just letting you know. Hmm? But he said in Psalms 150, he said, I will beautify the meek with salvation. Praise God. And you getting on Facebook and YouTube and whatever social media channel you getting on. Paint your face ain't going to make you happy, honey. You need to get the joy 
on the inside. Romans 14, 17 says, oh, for the kingdom of God is not meat and meat or drink, but it's righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. And if you want some joy, you need to get it through these scriptures. Praise God. Hmm? For the joy of the Lord is your strength. Nehemiah 8 and 10 says, for the Lord, for the joy of the Lord is my strength. And you can have joy. Praise God. Let me get out of here. But we masking, we masquerading. And I know it's Halloween. I know people don't want to talk about Halloween, but we don't believe in Halloween. Hmm? Saints don't go trick or treating. Hmm? And a lot of people say, well, well, we just ain't going to do the trick part. We're going to do the treating. Don't let the devil trick you. Hmm? I don't care how many treats you give somebody. It's still a trick. Hmm? Let me get out of here. I got to go. And too many saints are tricking out. I got to get out of here. We're tricking out because we lack word. Praise God. Ain't nothing wrong with me going, you know, giving the kid, kids some candy. Well, why you got to wait till October 31st or 30th to get a kid some candy? Why don't you get him some candy? Oh, let me get out of here. <laughs> I got to go. But it's what God said. Y'all gonna mess around and get me stirred up today. But look at this. It's what God said. And you can trick or treat and do what you want to do, but won't be no trick or treaters in heaven. Praise God. Hmm? The enemy going to trick you and you going to lift your eyes up in hell. I got to go. And I ain't being judgmental. I'm just letting you know what God loves. And that's the truth. And we need to pronounce what God has said. It's not what I say. It's not what, oh, Lord, theologians say and what these commentaries in our Bible say. It's what God said. Hmm? He said, he that believeth shall have everlasting life. And I believe you can have it. Hmm? It's yours for the asking. But how you get it, let's go to John 3. I got to get out of here. I'm going to go to John 3. I'm going to show you how you get it. Because uh, Nicodemus has some concerns. And let's go to John uh, chapter 3 and verse number 2. Let's, let's get it real quick. All right. St. John chapter 3 and verse number 2. Huh? It said the same uh, came to Jesus by night and said, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher from God. For no man can do these miracles. Hmm? that thou does it except God be with them. He had enough being a Jewish rabbi or being a Jewish teacher. He had enough understanding. You know, some of those scribes and Pharisees were blind, but he had enough, uh, he had enough to realize revelation that God was with Jesus. Some denied that some refuted that because they were blinded. You know, they, they were stuck where they were stuck at. We too can be stuck where we stuck at what we want to believe and what we want to say over what God has said. But God helped his understanding and he comes to Jesus for more understanding at night. He didn't want nobody to know that he wanted more enlightenment. But look at this. Look what Jesus says. Jesus said unto him, verily I say unto thee, except the man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Hmm? And you're trying to see the kingdom of God through a carnal eye, but you can't do it. Hmm? The only way you can see the kingdom of God, you got to believe, repent and be baptized in water in Jesus name and be filled with the Holy ghost. Look at this. Jesus says to him, Nicodemus said unto him, how can a man be, how can a man be born when he's old? This is the question he asked. Hmm? And he says, can he enter into, can he enter the second time into his mother womb? And be born. Hmm? Jesus didn't say, hey, you know, 
Jesus didn't criticize him. You know, we shouldn't criticize. Hmm? Jesus didn't criticize himself. Oh, man, you're not smart enough to know this. No, Jesus went ahead and helped his understanding. And that's what the faith in God and that TV ministry is all about. It's all about helping people across oh, barriers and different places, different, oh, Lord, communities and cultures and places to know, oh, Lord, hallelujah, what God has said. Hmm? And he says, Jesus answered, verily, verily, except you, except thee. He says, very, very, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the spirit. Hmm? He cannot enter into the kingdom of God. He said, that's what is, uh, which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Mark not that I say unto thee, you must be born again. He tells them. It's what God said. If God says must, there is no other option. Hmm? He didn't say if he wanted to be. Well, if he, you know, if he, you know, Lord, if he agreed with the teaching principle, some people say, well, I don't agree with that teaching. Well, I don't care if you don't agree to scripture or not. God, what God says is what he means. Oh, let me get out of here. And too many people want to fight scripture. They want to talk about, oh Lord, they want to talk about the Trinity. They want to talk about all these different things. Hmm? But you must be born again. And you can't be born again, huh? Oh, Lord, without the water and the spirit. And I got to let you know, the Bible says in Romans, let me get it. I got to get it real quick. I'm going to get Romans 8 real quick. Uh, let me get Romans. Uh, I want to get Romans 8 here. 8 and uh, 7, I think here. Uh, let's get Romans 8 and 7. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not. Uh, subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. It ain't what you say, it's what God says. And he says, but ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit, he says to the Roman church. And if so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his, he or she is none of his. So it ain't what I said. I'm not saying you don't belong to God. The Bible says if you don't have the spirit, Hmm? You don't belong to God. You can join a church. You can join a ministry. You can join, uh, oh Lord, you can join your uh, physical fitness club. You can join all, you can join Sam Club and all these other different places, Costco. You can join these places. You can even join your local church. But to be born into the kingdom of God, one must believe, repent, be baptized in water and be filled with the Holy Ghost to be in the kingdom of God. I know you've been going to church for about 20 years now hmm? and you still ain't got the Holy Ghost, hmm? but you ain't in the church yet until you're born again. And I got to let you know, so you don't sit on somebody. Oh Lord, nice, comfortable chair, pew, or are in the church building and ride away and go to hell without knowing this truth. I got to give it to you. All right. I got to go now. Let me get out of here. I got about two more minutes. But I want to let you know, it's not what I say. It's not what they say, but it's what God has said through the apostles. Praise God. The prophets and Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. It's what God has said through these holy men of God that spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. I know you got some people now. They're so twisted and messed up in the mind. They don't even believe the Bible. 
then you won't believe oh lord you want to believe certain parts of the scripture but my bible tell me all scripture is given by the inspiration of god so what you believe you believe some of the scripture or do you believe all the scripture because you can't use certain sections of the scripture oh let me get out of here i gotta go you can't use bits and pieces praise god if oh lord hallelujah praise god you can't use bits and pieces that benefit your understanding even if we don't understand everything about what god has said we must do what he said. Praise God. And then uh, Paul said, ask the Lord and he'll give you understanding. Hmm? And so we need to, we need to do these things and do, oh Lord, do exactly what God has said. And as God has prescribed over your life and you can have salvation, you can have eternal life. Hmm? I don't have eternal life to give you. I only can give you the truth that's in the scriptures. Praise God. And in them, you have eternal life. Praise God. So I want to let you know that's where it comes from. Praise God. I got to get out of here. I love you saints. Uh, we, we love you. We, I know we say some things sometimes that's, uh, it may, uh, mess with your theology, but please study these scriptures, look at them, read them in your own study time and, uh, look at it for yourself. I do have some other scriptures, uh, that the old Testament deal with Proverbs 24. We shouldn't be uh, a, a, a witness against our neighbor without a cause. Hmm? Sometimes we hating on people cause other folk hate them. Hmm? Praise God. If they ain't done nothing to you, you shouldn't have no problems with them. Let me go. Uh, there's, there's so many things. Uh, the Bible said, you know, somebody hit you on the cheek, you know, you should give them the other cheek. But a lot of time now we in the church, we think we should be fighting. It's what God says. Shouldn't be no fighting. Praise God. I know. Hmm? We should be doing more forgiving than fighting. Let me go. Um, I, I got to go to another uh, scripture, but I want to say here, um, I'm gone. I, I, we 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 gonna we gonna finish up. Write these scriptures down. I'm not gonna finish uh, all the scriptures, but this is our final series of part four. What did God say? Uh, I didn't get to St. Luke nine and forty nine through sixty two. Uh, go to St. Luke chapter ten, verse number twenty one. Luke 6 and 35, St. Luke 13 and 12, St. Luke 23 and 42. He says, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Hmm? And then St. John, oh, we got that one already. So we got those. So just want to let you know again for review, write these scriptures down. Look at St. Luke. I want you to go to St. Luke uh, chapter 9 and 49. St. Luke 9 and 49, St. Luke uh, 10 and 21, St. Luke 6 and 35, and St. Luke 13 and 12. All right. And so there you have it. We love you, saints. Uh, uh, you can glance over it in your study time. It's just a homework assignment that I'm giving you uh, to take a look at these scriptures so you don't go on what I'm saying. Let's go on what the Bible, what God is saying. Praise God. Too many times we go on what our own understanding want, want to deal with instead of over what God says. Doesn't matter what we say, what we believe, it's what God has said. And if God tell us if your enemy hunger, feed him, you should feed him. Don't listen to your flesh. You know, don't when we try to we get in trouble every time we try to rationalize and, and oh Lord, we we become a saw every time we try to tweak what God has said. Hmm? Don't be a Saul, but be a David. Huh? 
Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. And uh, let him uh, direct your path as you acknowledge him. All right? And so we're going to get out of here. Just want to thank you for joining the broadcast today. Uh, We're very, very grateful for you joining us on the broadcast. And uh, we're just thankful uh, for all of uh, the viewers and subscribers. We want to honor you and uh, thank God for you. Uh, joining us on the broadcast today. Uh, I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. Until next time, we want to say God bless you. Uh, please tune in. If the Lord's will, we're going to try to be back on Friday at 12 noon on the uh, fidget.podbean.com, F-I-G-I-T-V.podbean.com. So if you want to join us there, We would love to see you there on the audio podcast. And we'll also be broadcasting uh, uh, the prayer of the Lord's will via video. You can join us via Zoom on the broadcast if you would like to as well. So that'll be on Friday at 12 noon, if the Lord's willing, uh, if there uh, don't be any delays. And, uh, you know, Paul said on many occasions he desired to be with the saints, but Satan hindered it. And so so there are certain hindrance sometimes. That not necessarily comes from God. Sometimes uh, circumstance situations uh, in life hinders us. And then sometimes it's Satan that's hindering. And so we have to use discernment, but our desire is to be with you on the broadcast. So look for us. And if we cannot make it uh, for future broadcasts, we're going to plan to uh, make sure that we uh, notify you via uh, uh, text or we do it via uh, YouTube uh, or Facebook and let you know what the updates are. Okay. And so again, we want to thank you for joining the broadcast. I'm your host, Elder Newsom, uh, with the faith in God and that TV. We want to say, uh, God bless you. And thank you for joining us again. God bless you in Jesus name.